96.7 FM WTOB. And you're listening to the Wealth Guardians radio show with Doug Ray, helping you to retire that job and keep that paycheck. With me is Bryce Payne. Bryce, football season is here. Can you see the excitement on my face? That's when we turn this radio show into almost a sports talk show. <laughs> <laughs> we do indeed. Yeah, the first uh, the first segment or four fifths of the segment is going to be talking about how badly the Panthers lost. Oh my gosh! How abysmal the uh, Colorado uh, Buffaloes are, and all of that. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a terrible, terrible season. I love fall, but. By golly, I'm waiting. I'm I'm happy when football season is over every yeah, year. It, everything's kind of a question mark. My Packers are certainly a question mark, and the Panthers, they're certainly a question mark. East Carolina, we open in the big house at Michigan next Saturday. Can you believe it? That's going to be wild. Biggest stadium those kids have ever. Oh, is played. that right? Yes. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. They're getting they're getting too big for their britches now. Well, I'm praying we pull off an Appalachian state. Okay. Well, that, that would be very cool indeed. I'd, I'd pull for that. Uh, I'm all about all things uh, North Carolina, but I'm about all things Colorado as well. And you know, the Broncos have Peyton now as their coach, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, the CU Buffalo have. Uh, Neon Dion is is their coach. We'll see how that goes. How many how many uh, games in a typical college season? I think the uh, regular season is well, like 11 12 now. Yeah, isn't something it? like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with the with the uh, Buffaloes losing about 13 of those games. <laughs> 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 they're, they're just going to have a terrible season again. I can feel it. I can feel it. All right, Doug, uh, before we get into our meat and potatoes of our show here, what we're doing is uh, uh, talking about um, what a typical couple might dispute or have differences on when it comes to finances and retirement. That's going to be the bulk of both segments of our show here. But of course, as always, let's uh, go ahead and Doug and give out the uh, Wealth Guardian Service salute. Yeah, absolutely. We do this every show because uh, we appreciate uh, all of our service members, our veterans, our first responders. I know it's a sacrifice. I know you sacrifice uh, for us, your family sacrifice. Uh, so thank you from the bottom of our heart. Uh, to everyone who served out there. And this, I'm going to give a special shout out to uh, a fan of ours, Doug, who listens to every radio show who also served Jersey. If you're out there, thank you for your service, Jersey. All right, let's go ahead and, uh, and get to this, Doug. Resolving financial sources of tension between couples. Doug, you and I, when we sit down with a couple, it is very common that they will not see eye to eye on certain subjects when it comes to retirement. No, married people not seeing eye to eye. Come on. <laughs> I often joke that we've got a uh, we've got a marriage counselor right down the hall from yeah. us. If they when they're done here, if they want to go stop over in that office, they can. So we're going to go over some of these things that we see um, couples not always seeing eye to eye on. Some of them are small issues. Some of them are pretty large issues. Some of them can be contentious. Some of them are just you know, not that big of a deal, but uh, to have a couple that agrees on everything uh, is pretty rare. So it's very rare. So we're going to talk about these things and what kind of differences these uh, these points of contention might might make. And the first one we're going to talk about, Doug, is risk tolerance and in investments. Now we're yeah. financial planners; we're not just investment advisors. There's a huge difference there, but. Um, talking about risk and creating a portfolio strategy is one of the things that a financial planner does. And one of the things that we have to consider in that is the risk mm-hmm. that the portfolio will have. Yeah. And we see sometimes one of the two members of the couple having a tolerance, a high tolerance for risk, and the other one very intolerant for risk. It's pretty normal, Bryce, for when a couple comes in for the wife to have a low um, risk tolerance and the husband have a higher risk tolerance. Right. It's more normal if they're closer together, but sometimes we see a situation where 
it's way out of whack. Wildly different. Where, yeah. say, the wife is so risk-averse, she wants everything and something guaranteed, and the husband is all about stocks or even options for right. that matter. Right. And then sometimes we get a situation where it's reversed, where the wife has more risk uh, exposure than the husband does. Right. That's rare, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, I see it kind of coming down a little bit to the hunter-gatherer syndrome. The male mm-hmm. is often the hunter. He wants to go out there and conquer that right. big that big win in the stock market. Additionally, I think what it, what it is is that the men have been investing in stocks their whole lives. And now that they're retired, they're looking back at a strategy that worked well for them for the last 40 years. Why should they change that strategy when the woman is more about safety and protecting the home and that kind of thing? But, you know, I, I like to point to our clients. Let's not ask the question, how much risk can I afford to take? But how much risk do I need to take at exactly. this point? And if they've done a good job of saving, even if they used a risky strategy for 30, 40 years, if they've now accomplished that goal of saving enough for retirement, let's ask ourselves, do I have to take risk still? Or can I really dim this down because I've already accomplished that goal of saving enough? Yeah, I think I see our goal, essential goal, is to get both parties to agree to the f- fact that you're wealth accumulation days of life are over. Mm. Now it's wealth preservation right. and distribution. Right. Those mathematic problems are completely different. They are they are indeed and you don't you can't have the volatility in your portfolio that you had when you're younger years if you're trying to take distributions from the account plain and simple. And when we educate our clients on that, I think we kind of bring the two sides closer together. They might not see exactly eye to eye, but if they were on polar opposites, we can bring them both toward the middle a little bit, yeah. I think. Yep. All right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray and I'm Bryce Payne. And we're talking uh, today in the first segment and the second segment about how to resolve financial differences in a couple when it comes to retirement planning. And the second one we're going to talk about here, Doug, is retirement age. Mm. Now, I have learned when we're in that first meeting with somebody who's doing going through the, the um, retirement planning process with us, I'll ask the question, when do you see yourself retiring? And they might say, well, five years from now. And then I'll ask a follow-up question. Well, okay, so you see yourself retiring in five years from now. If finances weren't an issue at all, and you could retire tomorrow or in the next six months or the next year, would you? And I oftentimes get kind of a wide-eyed, they, they put their head back like they're surprised by the question, their eyes open up and they go, well, yeah. Okay, so when you said that you're, you see yourself retiring five years from now, it's not because you want to retire five years from now. It's because you think you have to keep working for the next five years. If you could retire tomorrow, you would. And you know as well as I do, Doug, that after we put all the numbers to paper, it is often the case where they could retire a lot sooner than they thought they could. How many times have we seen that? I mean, Countless. Yeah, Countless. I, I, I'll still never forget this one uh, yeah. uh, lady that uh, was sitting there at our conference table thinking she would have to work till she was 70 years old. And we put those numbers to paper, actually put them on the big screen for her, and her mouth just dropped open. And she retired. Because <laughs> she hated her job, right? You right. Know? It happens all the time. But yeah, sometimes the uh, the emotions that you see is one of the reasons that you love the job is giving somebody good news. And one of those bits of good news that we can often give them is you don't have to work as long as you thought you did. Yeah. So your retirement age, there's no definite time. I mean, right now Garrett and I are working with a young couple uh, in their fifties, early fifties. Uh, they sold their business and they want to retire. Mm-hmm. So great. 
good deal for them. You yep, know? absolutely. But there's absolutely. other people that are just workaholics. They wouldn't know what to do with their life if they weren't working. So so let's do this. Let's make this offer to, to those of out there listening right now. If you think, well, I'd really like to retire in a year from now, but there's no way I'm going to be able to. It's probably going to be five or six or seven years before I can retire. Why don't you give us a call at 336-391-3409? There is no cost and no obligation to sit down with Doug Garrett and myself and for us to run all the numbers for you, show you when you might actually be able to retire. And I I can bet you there's a good chance that it is sooner than what you think it is out there. And so if you don't want to work as long as you think you have to, we, we can get you that answer. Now, I can't promise you that the answer will be yes, but there's a good chance that it'll be yes, you can retire sooner. But you got to give us a call, 336-391-3409. We're going to put you through the planning process procedure, which is four meetings. We're going to take a look at your current situation, how we can improve that situation, lower your risk, lower your fees, lower the taxes that you're going to have to pay through retirement, lower your RMDs that you're probably going to have to take out at the age of 73 and uh, lower the volatility on your portfolio and create a distribution strategy that has you owing Uncle Sam as little as possible. Wouldn't you want to do that if there was no cost or obligation to you? Doug? Why not? Why not? What yeah. have you got to lose other than your gas money to come to our office? In the time. That's okay, it. that's it. That's the, only, that's the only thing that you're sacrificing. 336-391-3409 is all it would take for you to sit down with us. You can also go to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and uh, reach out to us that way. And I want, to keep, want you to keep in mind, too, that while you're listening to this broadcast, if you are so inclined to see this broadcast, you can go to our uh, YouTube channel, The Wealth Guardians, to see our studio and our investment quotes of the week. They're right up here on the wall. You can also catch our most recent episodes of our Vault video series, where we break down individual topics on all things pertaining to retirement planning. So we got a lot of things out there in the, uh, in the video world besides just what you're hearing us on the radio. Now, having said all that, it's about time for us to go into break. So it's time for the trivia question. And Doug, as always, are you ready? My favorite part of the show. <laughs> he says with enthusiasm. <laughs> it's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. All right, Doug, on August 24th, 2006, so a recent one. I'm not going back into ancient times okay, for you. Okay, thankfully. August 24th, 2006, the International Astronomical Union, also known as the IAU, declassified one of our planets in our solar system from a planet to a dwarf planet. Was it Mercury, Pluto, Neptune, Earth, or Uranus? Mercury, Pluto, Neptune, Earth, or Uranus? Which one was it that the IAU declassified down to a dwarf planet? I think I actually know the answer. All right. Well, stick around for the answer to that trivia question and to see if we stumped Doug on the other side of this short break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray, and the show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Ray, and in this second segment, we're going to continue our conversation around resolving financial sources of tension between couples when it comes to retirement planning. Now, before we get to our trivia question, I've got two questions for you. A, are you looking forward to your retirement? 
Well, I know the people of the triad area, and I'm sure the answer was yes there. Next question, do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Again, quite certain the answer out there was a resounding yes. So if it was yes to that question that you answered, then I've got great news for you. So does Doug and so does Garrett. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This is going to include a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, your risk exposure, your tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and even the fees that you're currently paying. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. So now the ball's in your court. You've got to pick up the phone. You got to give us a call. Punch these numbers in this order, 336-391-3409. Again, 336-391-3409. Give us a call. You can also visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com, to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. Remember, creating a financial plan is easier than you think. Now, let's go ahead and get to the answer to that trivia question. Doug, here we go. On August 24th, 2006, the International Astronomical Union declassified one of our planets in our solar system from a planet to a dwarf planet. Was it Mercury, Pluto, Neptune, Earth, or Uranus? Well, certainly not Earth. And definitely not Neptune. Mercury is pretty small, but I'm pretty sure it's Pluto. <laughs> you got it exactly. Pluto, the one way, way out there, is no longer a planet. It's a dwarf planet. Now, a couple other questions for you. Do you know the acronym to be able to remember the planets in order from closest to the sun to furthest out? No. All right. My very excellent mom just served us Nine pizzas used to be the old one, so because when we had Pluto in there, they had. But now they've changed it. My very excellent mom just served us noodles. Oh, so that's that's the that's not the acronym, the the phrase that will be able to get you the uh, the planets in order. Now, here's another question for you. I didn't know this one when I was doing the research for this. I thought, oh, I don't know the answer to this. Let me look this up. What is the name of our solar system? Uh, the solar system. Whew. I don't know. And you know why you don't know? Because According to the IAU, the name of our solar system is the solar system. Oh. That is it. That is that is what the IAU refers to it as the solar system. I was going to say Milky Way, but that's the galaxy. That's the galaxy, <laughs> right. So our solar system has a name. It's called the solar system. All right. All right. So there you go. You all learned something out there, didn't you? All right. Well, let's continue now on resolving financial sources of tension between couples when it comes to retirement planning. We tackled risk tolerance uh, as one a source of a dispute between a husband and wife out there. We got the retirement age. Those were ones we covered in the first segment. Let's move on now, Doug, to legacy for children. Yeah, that's an interesting topic, Bryce, because a lot of people come in, they say, well, you know, we had nothing when we came into this world and we plan on leaving nothing. Right. Some people come in and they say, oh, we, yeah, we want to maximize giving to our kids. We want to make sure they got a house, they got their education fund, all that stuff everything in between. So 
We do. And, but now, usually, I think in this one, the husband and wife more or less see eye to eye on that. I think so, too. There's some differences sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe maybe the woman is a little more, the mother is a little bit more generous than the dad wants to, you know, kind of kick him out of the nest and say, nope, you're on your own. I was on my own, doggone it, when I was a kid, and you're yeah. going to be on your own as well. Yeah. But there is, let's say that you do have legacy goals for your kids. I oftentimes see a wrong approach to the legacy goal. Let's say that you want to leave each kid 200, three, whatever the amount is, $100,000 each. A lot of times a person planning for retirement will think, well, I want to take this $200,000 or $300,000 and put it over an account over here so that it grows a bit. And that's going to be what I leave the kids. But there's a better way to do it than that, Doug, with yeah, life is. insurance. Absolutely. So talk about that for a second. Yeah, because if you get life insurance, number one, you're leveraging your dollars. You can buy way more death benefit with $1 than you can save over your lifetime. And the most important thing about life insurance is it's going to go to them probate-free and, most importantly, Tax-free, tax free, our favorite our favorite two words put Absolutely. together, tax-free. So if you have a legacy goal out there and you think, oh, there's a better way to do it than my just taking whatever amount and putting it in a savings account or in an investment account over here. Yeah, if, you, if there's a certain amount of money that you think I'm never going to use, that would be one way to do it. Mm -hmm. But instead of putting it in a savings account, if you put it into a life insurance policy, as you just said, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck there. So you don't have to put that whole amount you could have some of it for you and for your vacations or whatever else you want to do in retirement. That's absolutely right. Yeah, and if you've got a big IRA out there that you plan on leaving to, to your children, think about this. It's going to go to them probably at their highest earning time of their life, and they got to take all that money out in 10 years. That's going to skyrocket their tax rate, which probably then is going to be well into the 30% federal rate. You ought to think about rothing your IRA account. And we've got a great video in our series uh, uh, called The Vault. Yes, on our YouTube channel. Yep. The, Wealth, at the Wealth Guardians on our YouTube channel. We just put this one out there in our Vault series. And it shows you the difference that it can make on your nest egg and the type of accounts, not just how much your beneficiaries are going to inherit, but the kind of monies, which is, Doug, just as important as how much is the kind of monies that they're going to inherit. And there are monies out there they can inherit that are tax-free, versus monies that not only are they not tax-free, they're being forced to take the distributions on them soon and in a large sum, which, as you said, doesn't necessarily work well for the beneficiary all the time. Exactly. Right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray and Bryce Payne, and we're going over in this second segment, same thing we did in the first segment, resolving financial sources of tension between couples when it comes to retirement planning. Let's move on to the next one, Doug, emergency fund savings. Mm, yeah. We see... Um, we see some differences in this. This might not necessarily be a huge point of contention, but I, I, I oftentimes see a couple, one person thinks that they want to have $50,000 sitting in the bank for emergency purposes, and the other wants to see 150000 mm -hmm. stay in the bank. And, and, and some only want a couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so so we, we, it's, it's our job as financial planners to present numbers to a couple to help them kind of close that gap between where he might be and where she might be and kind of see more in the middle. And the easiest way to help close that gap and see him, help him see eye to eye is by presenting numbers to him. And if you have a large sum of money sitting in the bank because you want it there for emergency purposes, 
Right now, we know what the rate of inflation is, and we know what the interest rates on savings and checking accounts are, and they're nowhere close to each other. No. You are losing money by keeping too much in the bank. You really are. You know, there's no perfect number out there. The rule of thumb is three to six months worth of living expenses, you know, at the ready, in the bank, that you can get your hands on right now. But uh, there's other ways to do it. We call them cash equivalents. You know, you could go out and ladder some treasury bills. You know, right now, because the yield curve's so inverted, uh, out to one year, you can get over 5.5%. So that's quickly uh, liquidated if you need it. I'm going to go on a side rant here just for a second. (laughs) You just mentioned the inverted yield curve. Talk about what that is, because I think probably 90% of our viewers don't know what you just said there. Because the Federal Reserve, as you well know, has been increasing interest rates now going on a year and a half. What's happened is short-term interest rates are higher than long-term interest rates. That doesn't usually happen. That's not normally the case. Because normally you would expect the longer maturities have a higher degree of risk, so they should pay more in interest. Well, that's not true with an inverted yield curve. Right now, short-term securities, T-bills, are paying probably a point and a half more than, say, a 20- or a 30-year Treasury note. Mm -hmm. So typically, in the past, that has always been an early warning radar for a recession on the horizon. And I think you're starting to see areas uh, in the economy that are slowing down and some trouble spots starting to come up. So watch that yield curve. All right. Very good. All right, Doug, uh, let's go ahead and talk about what we can do for a client before we get to the next one here. Um, what do we offer a client when we when they sit down with us? Well, probably the most comprehensive planning they've ever been through. And especially at this stage of the game, when you're contemplating retiring Mm -hmm. and giving up that 30, 40 year career, uh, you need a comprehensive plan and it's going to include everything. If your advisor is not talking to you about social security, long-term care, taxes, distribution, distribution strategies, then you don't have a really qualified retirement planner. You've got basically an investment advisor. That's somebody who basically just moves uh, a chess piece on, on a chessboard. Right. And that's fine in your wealth accumulation stage, but not now. Not in your retirement stage when you start. You, you should move into the preservation mode. Exactly right. All right, Doug, let's try to squeeze one more in here, and it's handling inheritances. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big topic. Uh, Handling an inheritance uh, for a lot of folks, uh, especially if they're younger when they inherit it, they they just don't know how to handle money. Uh, A lot of younger folks are not taught well how Mm -hmm. to handle money. And we have some couples that come in that are very concerned about that. And then, you know, they have uh, a lot of different situations where maybe they have children that maybe one is really good at handling money, the other is not. Right. And maybe they've got a child that's a special needs child, has a learning disability or some kind of a physical handicap, and they need a whole special different way of handling that inheritance. There's a lot of ways you can get an attorney to come in here and help draw up different types of trust to handle those situations. Right. Yeah, I just had uh, my brother-in-law just inherited uh, a large sum with his brother. And, of course, the first question that I asked him and anybody else was, they think I'm asking them, what are the investments? You know, was it mutual funds? That's not the question I'm asking them. I'm asking them, what kind of accounts was it you inherited? Were these Roth accounts? Were these IRAs? 
And like him with so many others, they have no idea what they just inherited. Mm -hmm. They want somebody to help them out, but they think, well, should I just roll this over into my IRA? No, you can't do that. That is not an option. And we have to be smart about this because this is where there could be some real tax consequences. And once we explain this to a couple, they start to see eye to eye because I think they're both in agreement, the husband and wife, that they don't want to pay Uncle Sam more than they have to when it comes to these things. Yeah, and you know the new uh, IRA inheritance rules are so uh, Mess, new, really. messed up. <laughs> yeah, and messed up. Uh, people don't realize that the non-spousal beneficiary has to get that money out of the IRA in ten-year period of time. Exactly. So, if anything that Doug and I just talked about here on the show in the second segment or the first segment is ringing true to you, and you think you want to sit down with us, three three six three nine one three four zero nine. 336-391-3409. No cost, no obligation to sit down with us. Let us see how we can help you uh, create that financial plan. It's a comprehensive evaluation of an individual's current pay and future financial state by using current known variables to predict future income, asset values, and withdrawal plans. That's the definition of a financial plan. That's what we'll get you for no cost and no obligation. That's all the time that we have this week, folks. Thank you for joining us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray, the show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And remember, sound financial plans do not create themselves. This is 96.7 FM WTOB. Investment advisory services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Wealth Guardians and the Ray Financial Group and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.